Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. SNZ 26 minutes away from 7 o'clock and Rafael Nadal put his back up against the wall and watch him swing his way out. He's now serving for the match after getting a break after nearly being broken by himself by Felix Ogier Alissime and now he's got the key break and he is about to serve for the match in the third round. So he survives setting up what would be a, um, a a clash with Djokovic. I think they're really close on the draw, so he, that can't be far away. Scott Dixon still leading the Indy 500. Uh, we've got Steve Alka, who is hot on the pace at the PGA Seniors Championships. He's three shots off into a tie for second now with Bernard Langer. So we'll try to keep you updated with all the sport going on around the world, but it's not necessarily easy. Loveracing.nz, your home for everything thoroughbred racing. Izzy, you said you, said you were watching Dark Destroyer in the Derby. A real good run from Dark Destroyer and Sam Weatherly as well. Like they, yeah. they should be really mm. proud. I think they would have suited a bit of a wetter track. They got kind of cuddled up on the corner. And really, Leith and Pinarello just won it with the ride. That was the only difference, you know? Mm, he got he put the pressure on early on that home straight. Pinarello just got out, got going, and then I was watching Dark Destroyer. It actually flew home. An extra 50 metres, it might have won. Um, so yeah, Sam Whitley had a, had a great ride, and uh, it was interesting, Louis. What, what part of the track you reckon was the best? I was watching a couple go on the inside, and I thought a few of them, particularly um, Hueta, Hueta, that beat uh, oh, that, one, yep. that one on the yep. yeah, Zaki, that one yep. on the inside. Yep. Yeah, beat, beat Zaki. Yeah, like so we stopped Zaki. Dead. So so mm. hands up, who backed him? I actually didn't. So I actually can't. Yeah. Say, I actually was I was deep on the chosen one. I top I top I four. Beat him too. Yeah, wow. Okay, maybe the curse has stopped. Maybe we've been cleansed. I was mm. deep on the chosen one, top four in the Doombin Cup, and Same. and he got cuddled up on the corner, and he just charged, and then he went past. He got he was fourth about two meters past the post. So that's another hard like punting story. Shannon's gonna love to hear that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a classic. The fearless one. The fearless one was huge for Robbie Patterson. Mm. Huge mm. for Robbie Patterson, and that horse is gonna go on and win some staying races. Um, but Zaki was rolled. I think, to answer your question, Izzy, I think you wanted to be on a, that track that drives so well. You wanted to be on the pace if the, if you could yeah. take the tempo out of it and then dash home. But, you know, Pinarello, barrier 19 or I think it was 17 of 18, like, he, yeah, he, he was, it was a master training effort. And we'll talk to Robert Wellwood about it. But there's just not many jockeys that could even give him the chance to think about winning the race. Like, there's just, it was pure instinct from Leith to, he ran the track, he knew he wanted to be closer to the speed, so he jumped him out of the gates, 
And then he is just chucked on the right stirrup and just completely gone flying to the fence as soon as he saw an opening. And he finished up like three back, one off from barrier 17 after 300 metres. Like that's, Mm. that might happen 1% of the times. It's just, it was, you know, it was one of those rides and Sam Weatherly on Dark Destroyer charging home. I'd just like to say, I really think this is a huge hole in the New Zealand riding ranks with Leith Kempe. You know, there's not many jockeys we can back with confidence. Leith is one of them. Sam Weatherly, and I've said this on the show before, his part to play in being one of New Zealand's top riders, like his time needs to be now, and, and we need more youngsters coming through because that's the disappointing thing with Leith going. It's another senior jockey, and we don't know how far away we are from Opie and Vinny and these other guys that have been doing it for 20-odd years. Like, we are, there's a changing of the guard, eh? Yeah, definitely, and I've had, a, I've had this conversation with Bruce. Um, one of the roles that he needs to do is, is get racing recognised as sport by Sport New mm. Zealand. And also yeah. high performance sport in and around the jockeys, and start to put it um, as a sport out there into the public domain, so kids that are at schools can see that there's an avenue with the local trainers into a, a livelihood of either being a jockey or a horseman. So, um, you know, back in Lee's day, there's there was a ton of them. You know, Opie's yeah. still going around, Mickey Walker's still going around. You know, you, you had Sam Spratt come onto the scene, blah blah blah. It goes on and on um, around those jockeys. So, what we need to do now is New Zealand needs to step up to that sporting arena. They need to accept it as a sport. And mm. we need to we need to give kids that can be jockeys an opportunity to, to choose. Yeah, you don't just have to be a halfback. A sport. No, you don't have to be a halfback, mate. How many imagine be, imagine being a, a, a kid that can ride at that weight knowing that it's actually an occupation. And it's an occupation for life. It's not just an occupation like rugby for ten years. Good cash. Good cash. Danielle Johnson, another one that's gone. So there's a hole. We've got a big hole in the New Zealand. Yeah, so you, Sam Weatherly takes a step up. Michael Michael McNab, McNabber, is he going to... Yeah, he's, he's in the take, prime of his career. Yeah, so I, I like that, Uncle, because, um, yeah, you, you're obviously really close to Bruce Sherrick, and I think the understanding is there's just so much separation between us and Australia, and Australia's just more enticing for these jockeys to go over and, and get it. And I think on the other side, I don't know what's happening on the inside, but just little little bits of detail, little things that happen at the meetings, you know, the way that these jockeys are, you know, are welcomed, are looked after, I don't know. But there might be some underlying factors yes. that we really need to to close the gap with and those are the things mm. we haven't do you know what we've got up our sleeve we've got up a sleeve an interview with Danielle Johnson before she goes to Hong Kong That's mm. awesome. she said she's going to come on the show with us before she heads off let's circle back to that maybe this week or next and ask her if she could you know for New Zealand thoroughbred racing what yep. did you know, you're, you, you know what do you want what do the jockeys need to keep them into the mm. game and and that, that'd be a great conversation. So I was just cracking up because Rafael Nadal has one in five sets over Felix, the young Canadian. He's taken his shirt off because he's drenched in sweat after giving it all of these big fist pumps. And then he's turned around to clap Felix off his walk behind him. And the grade cricket would, would be loving that. He's just completely tensed up. He's got his rig out and he's clapping the guy off. He's just beaten in five sets. Wow. He's a, he's a special for identity too. Um, is he? Is, is a, oh. you, should, you should send him a Twitter. Hey, hey. Just on that, got my first client today, lads. So a special day for, for identity. Yep. Thank awesome, you. awesome. Welcome. Ooh. Welcome. Ooh. Hey. Ooh. On that, Louis, I know we're going to get off to Cozy Dag, but what about that Sebastian Corder? Is there a more sporting family? He took on Alcaraz the other day. Oh, Here's Nelly and Jessica Nelly. Corder's brother. And, wow. Yeah. And he was pretty good. He actually pushed old uh, Alcaraz right to the to the very end. But, mate. 
okay. a talented family. That wasn't a quiz question, but it could have been. Let's put mm. that one in the pocket for later on the week. 0800-150-811. Willem and Travel is trying to get you to the Goldie 500. There's Scott Dixon in the Indy 500 right now, uh, but we want to take you to the Goldie 500. Come on. So come see us. You win, you go in the draw. At the quiz, Kiz, I don't know. He must have had a great weekend. So, because it's an easy quiz. Peace <laughs> piss. Come see us. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.